Hello and welcome to the Editing Podcast. We've put together a series of bonus episodes called Point of View, in which we talk directly to authors about their editing and indie publishing experiences. That's right. And this interview is with Kenda McDonald. Kenda is a behavioural marketing specialist and CEO of Automation Ninjas. She's also the author of Hack the Buyer Brain. We caught up with Kenda at the Atomicon Digital Marketing Conference in March 2019, and we chatted to her about her writing journey. Here's Kenda. So here we are back at um, the Atomicon Conference in Newcastle, and with us is the lovely Kenda McDonald of Automation Ninjas. Um, Kenda, do you want to say hello and tell us a little bit about what your business is? Hello. So <laughs> I specialise in behavioural marketing automation, mm-hmm. and the company that um, I have created is called Automation Ninjas. And what we do is we help SMEs get really clear on what their strategy is for their customer journeys. Mm -hmm. And then, if appropriate and where appropriate, to automate parts of that for their marketing automation. Right. And you have just written a book about this, haven't you? Yes. And what's it called? (laughs) It's called Hack the Buyer Brain. Mm -hmm. And it's all about how we evolved as a species to survive and the implications that that kind of evolution has on modern life. So we use parts of our brain that weren't intended um, for their current use. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what that kind of does to your marketing and how we should really understand that and be empathic towards that kind of process that our our consumers are going through. So as businesses, what we should be doing to structure that process. So it's bringing um, all of the kind of behavior from my background in forensic psychology, Mm, it's bringing all of the behavior into the marketing process and really giving uh, SMEs an opportunity to understand some that kind of psychology stuff and then bring that into their marketing and structure their marketing and then automate it. And you indie published this, didn't you? Yeah. So you did it yourself. so, as part of that process, you hired an editor. Yes, I did. Perhaps you'd like to say now who that editor was. <laughs> it was the lovely Denise. <laughs> Denise Cowell. Yes, and I'm just going to take a step back from this <laughs> so that I can stay impartial here. But yes, I have had the pleasure of editing, copy editing, uh, Kenda's book, which is absolutely fascinating, for I can say anymore. It's really... I'm been, looking forward really to reading, reading it. it. Yeah, yeah. So, Kenda, how did you find Denise? So, um, funnily enough, I found Denise through the CMA, so the Content Marketing Academy. So it's a a group of like-minded business owners. I'm sure you've spoken about it before. Mm -hmm. The reason I kind of hired Denise is I was really, really conscious of the fact that um, I've read a lot of uh, sort of self-published and indie-published books. um, And one of my biggest uh, worries about being sort of indie-published was the fact that some of them really need editing. Mm -hmm. Some of them you read them and it's hard to read. Um, it's difficult to read, there's a lot of spelling mistakes and, and that's distracting for me as mm-hmm. a reader and I didn't want that to be the case for mm-hmm. my readers. Mm-hmm. So when I kind of found out that Denise was an editor, I saw some of the stuff that she'd been doing with somebody else, um, I reached out to Denise and said, you know, could you help me please? Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I, need, I need this to be good. Mm-hmm. And yeah. did you, <clears throat> I mean the fact that you knew Denise as well, you, you yeah. had a sort of online relationship yeah. with her, was that a factor in helping jump that trust issue? Because I know certainly a lot of authors I've spoken to over the years, one of the things they say is, oh, I'm really nervous about handing over this precious thing. Yes. And, and actually, not just asking someone else to um, help me improve it, but paying this stranger, yes. giving this stranger money. So yeah. trust is an issue. It, it, <clears throat> it was, it certainly did help that I knew Denise as well as I did. Yeah. Um, I, I wouldn't say that we probably know one another so much more now. Absolutely. So much yeah. more, having yeah. gone through this process. Mm-hmm. But um, in the beginning, that 
it was a trust issue and it was a fear issue. Mm -hmm. I was really scared. I don't know, Denise probably really felt it, but I constantly needed validation mm -hmm. that it wasn't shit yeah. <laughs> what, yeah. what and I'd I, done. And I don't yeah. think that's unusual no. with indie authors and authors who haven't done much before, had much interaction with showing their work to other yeah. people. And I think that's a really important part of the editing process is to provide that constructive validation and yeah. reassurance. And it's constructive. Yeah. I didn't just want to hear, yeah, it's great. Mm. That's yeah. not, that you know, because that has a, it, it's almost flippant, isn't it? Yeah. And that yeah. wasn't what I was looking for. I was looking for, yeah, this bit's really good, but we need to kind of maybe look here. Um, and I needed that kind of relationship to, to be mm. going. So 100%, because I think I would have found it really difficult to find an editor that was um, sort of sympathetic and empathetic to what I was trying mm. to create and where I was trying to go. And what I found throughout the process was because Denise knew me and she knew the way I spoke in real life, like mm -hmm. the best advice I've ever been given was to write how I speak mm. because that has all of my personality yes, inside yes, it. Yes, so it's um, not just like every other marketing book out exactly. there. Exactly. Absolutely yeah. oozing with Kenda. And so like while Denise was editing stuff, she was very sensitively editing it for my personality and I felt like it was so much easier to do that. Um, because of the fact that we, we had that relationship yeah. before, mm -hmm. Denise had seen me speak. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. The, like the my kind of setup for the book is mostly going to be word of mouth referrals, mm -hmm. but it's also going to be from when I speak. People will mm. see me on stage and then they'll go buy the book. Yeah. So they so want that, to feel yeah. almost that they've got Kendra in the room with them, like yes, you know, exactly. but on the yeah. on the page, but in the room. Like yeah. they, maybe they can't get to a speaking yes. engagement, but mm -hmm. actually she's right here. She's on the page. That is actually one Denise of the feedback. Yeah, mm. one of the bits of feedback that I got when people were reading the book was like, it's like you're right here with me. Yeah, that's and, lovely. And yeah. that was like probably yeah. one of the most validating pieces of feedback that I got yeah. and, and, you know, sort of testament to Denise's editing. Oh. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. And I think, I think that's actually a really um, great testimonial for good practice editing. Yeah. And a good practice in terms of author-editor relationship, what, yeah. what, what you managed to and achieve. And I think having, having seen Kenda speak and, and knowing her, but actually having seen her on stage, yeah. um, it was very easy to know how to edit the book. I think mm. if I think if you'd gone to another editor who could potentially have done just as good a job, but they wouldn't necessarily have known what you were like on stage and your personality. Technically, I think yeah. they could have done as good a job. Technically, a very good job, yeah. Um, grammar and syntax, yeah. but actually maintaining the voice and yes. respecting the voice. They might have been tempted to take a lot more of it mm. out. Yes. So know. here's one thing that I actually found was that Denise added bits in. Uh -huh. And that was that was the moment that I was like, she's she's got it, yeah, yeah. she's got it, yeah. and she's got me. There was mm -hmm. a, there's a sometimes um, I think I could tell when in the unedited version mm -hmm. when I'd kind of had a had a professional meeting or something, and mm -hmm. I'd gone back and written a book because it, it came across quite bland, mm -hmm. and then that kind of sort of happy chatty tone had disappeared. Mm. Um, and there were a few bits where you actually added a sentence in and highlighted it and said, mm. how do you feel about this? I wanted, mm. to, I wanted to bring this home or mm -hmm. I'd put this in its own paragraph because I feel like the way you're talking needs to stand out. And that was the kind of editing that made me feel like she really got who I was mm. as a human being. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I'm really, I'm really thrilled with that. That's a really <laughs> nice class. I know. <laughs> she can come back. She can, and that's a really interesting thing, though, because that, that sort of essence of... Um, Every writer at some stage in the journey can find situations where you know so much of what's in here that sometimes there might be just because of, like you say, you're in a different mindset after yeah. a meeting where well, something tired. gets lost. Yeah, yeah it, just, exactly. it just doesn't quite get translated. Yeah. And, so, and so the editor's job is to make sure that it, it stays 
front and center that, yes. that you know, the, it's consistent the yeah yeah and it's mm. it, and i didn't i felt like when i was writing also because i was writing like in various different places and various different points in time and i didn't write the book front to end no that's yeah. right I, mm -hmm. I wrote i started with the easiest chapters and i went to the hardest chapters and then i did one massive section of the book in one week, 14 hours a day, five wow. or five days, which is crazy, and I'll never do that again. <laughs> but, but it did get the book finished, yeah, you know. Yeah. And, and some of my best writing came out of came out of that really concentrated period. But the book doesn't read like that, okay. it, you know. It doesn't read like there is these giant gaps yeah. and mm -hmm. stuff. It's, it's to be yeah, nicely yeah. smoothed out and consistent. Mm -hmm. so. Were there any other um, parts of the editorial process that you took the, the book through, like proofreading or um, major structural editing or beta feedback? Yeah, so um, I got <laughs> harassed by a couple of my clients <laughs> and, um, a nice and partners in a nice way. Yeah, because they were they were really desperate to read it. Um, they actually read the unedited version. Mm -hmm. A couple of mm -hmm. them, um, and that was really great in terms of validation because there's a couple of them were sales guys, mm -hmm. and they were able to like sales guys who couldn't. One of them reads books all the time. The other one can't read a book front to cover. Just just cannot do it. Um, the one who can't read a book front to cover said I couldn't put it down, which was, wow, which was great. Wow, that's amazing. That was amazing. amazing. Yeah. Yeah. He really, really enjoyed it. Um, and then the other sales guy, um, who is, is a great partner of ours um, and runs a massive agency, so he's also like a business owner and that kind of stuff, he created this massive mind map of the book because he said there was so much inside it that there's all these different bits and, you know, like he wanted to make sure that he kept, like, he kept all of yeah. the information. And so for me, those those two bits were great. And then I also got another piece of beta feedback, which was um, from the edited version, um, which was also really fantastic. Like really kind of people were like, oh, this is really great. It was a team who read it, a marketing team who read it. And then from uh, the other edited version, I did get one piece of really horrendous feedback, which wasn't, <laughs> okay. which wasn't a great process to yeah. go through. That was a really difficult, yeah, that was, that was, a, was the kind of feedback that stops you in your tracks and makes you just want to not do anything mm. and, and so Kendall do you think that that it was the actual information you were given there that was the problem or do you think it was the way it was given I think it was the way it was given um, I had a couple of other people including Denise have a look at the, the stuff because I, I never want to I don't want to shy away from negative feedback mm -hmm. I did get some little bits of negative feedback in some of the other things as well and you know what we worked on that and mm -hmm. the book yeah. is better for it um, so I'm not the kind of person who's going to shy away from negative stuff. It was, it was the, the tone of voice that was used. Okay. It was the way it was put across, and and it was using some analogies that were really quite harsh, mm -hmm. and I mm -hmm. felt very unnecessary mm -hmm. in the terms of feedback. I didn't feel like it was structured feedback. Mm -hmm. I felt like it was. Um, there was some stuff. There was some stuff in there that yeah. we used. Yeah, and, yeah. and I think it's. Um, I think it's a really important lesson for people t to take is that there was some relevant stuff in there yeah. that made us go back and have a look at it again and yeah. we did do a little bit of tweaking and restructuring yeah. uh, not of the actual book but a few other things um but it was the way that it was delivered was yeah. the you, it, it was almost you could lose the actual positive um, useful constructive bits mm. inside all the other stuff mm. so yeah. so it was it was careless the way that it was delivered or rather thoughtless the way yeah. it was delivered without um sort of consideration of the consequences of giving yeah. feedback yeah. in that way. Yeah. That's a really positive mm -hmm. lesson I think there for any editors listening as well yes. as indie authors. Mm -hmm. So if you're an indie author and you receive feedback that feels brutal, 
try not to take it personally because actually mm. that's not necessarily a reflection reflection of your work. That's a, ref, a, a poor reflection on the on the delivery of the person who you've been working with. A good editor or beta reader should always be thinking about mm. the consequences of, of, and of the human being who's who's taken put so much effort into creating yeah. this. So um, uh, that's a lesson certainly to me and Denise to remember um, mm. to have the framing is everything. Yeah, definitely. And respect. I, I think yeah, and uh, respect. I think that was the thing. There was a couple, a couple of really harsh things, and I actually went off and read Brene's Brene Brown's Rising Strong. Oh right, after yes, uh-huh. after kind of having that, which mm-hmm. is all about after failure, how you how you step up. Because that's how I felt when I got it. I felt mm-hmm. like I'd failed, mm-hmm. and yeah. I, I I don't I can't speak for that that person's kind of frame of mind when they sent mm-hmm. that or anything. Um, I would love to think that that wasn't the intention. I could have just been having a bad day. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. 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 You know, we don't we, we don't know until mm-hmm. and, and I don't want to get into a discussion about it. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. it's opening myself up to something that, that right now when I'm launching the book, I, I don't actually have time to concentrate. Yeah, on. yeah. Um, so I I tried by kind of getting other people involved in the process mm-hmm. and specifically by getting Denise involved in the mm-hmm. process. Yeah. Um, you know, like my team had a look at the, the stuff and they were like, okay, can we see any of this considering we've read the book? Um, what bits can we take out of it? And then when I got Denise involved, considering the, the kind of industry that Denise is in, having a look at that and, and really breaking it apart, really yeah. dissecting the feedback mm-hmm. and going, okay, this is opinion, we can't, you know, that's just opinion and yes, that sounds harsh, but it doesn't have anything around it, so let's, let's let that bit go, mm-hmm. but these are the core little nubs that we can take up yeah. from that. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, I don't think it was intended personally, but made a better book in the end. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. Yes. That's great. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's really great. So, Kenda, just looking back over the whole experience that you've had of writing a book, self-publishing, being edited, receiving feedback, is there one, what sort of one piece of advice would you give to indie authors that you think you've gained from your experiences? I think we're creating a baby (laughs) you're Mm -hmm. you're creating your own little baby and it's very easy to shield yourself away you know like a wounded animal you know Mm. you've not even been wounded yet you just created something and you're scared to kind of put it out there we're kind of like hiding under a bush somewhere Mm -hmm. and we don't want to come out um the only way that i got through the bad parts of this process was with a support network Mm-hmm. That is literally it. The, the dark times where I had somebody tell me that forget about the book, it, you know, mm-hmm. it, just forget about it. You've got more important things to think about. And I've had obviously the, the negative feedback, which kind of you know made me just want to hide under my bed and not, not crawl out. Had I not had people around me, I wouldn't have been able to survive those. Mm-hmm. So the big piece of advice that I'd love to give to people is don't hide yourself away when you're doing this process you have to go and seek it out it's one of the it's one of my faults I have to work on is that I always want everything to be perfect and I know it's not going to be perfect so I've been seeking out people that I can surround myself with that will help me get the closest that I can get to but that does also open you up to things that could sometimes be hurtful 
but at the same time, if I hadn't have like if I hadn't have sought Denise out, and if I hadn't have sought the little group of people that I was writing with, I wouldn't have got through those points. So you've, mm -hmm. you've got to make sure you put yourself out there with the right kind of people, mm -hmm. and having somebody. I think that was the most important process of having Denise there was having somebody that I knew who, who got it, who got the stuff mm -hmm. I was writing about, but also got who I was as a person. Mm -hmm. So when when the shit got shit <laughs> yeah. I can basically step out yeah. and be like I need help yeah and that was the most so don't be scared to ask for help and, and make sure you surround yourself with a network of people that's definitely the most important thing thank you so much for talking to us that's Brilliant. really really great advice yeah. that, that um I think a, a lot of our listeners are going to get a huge amount from yeah. that yeah thanks Kinda. Thank that was brilliant we hope you enjoyed this author point of view. Thank you so much for listening to the Editing Podcast. You can rate, review and subscribe via your podcatcher. And don't forget to share, share, share. Tell your writer friends, your editor friends, your business friends, basically anyone who writes. And if you have any questions, please do get in touch with us via the Editing Podcast Facebook page. If you ask us, we promise we'll answer. And we've put all the links mentioned in today's interview in the show notes so you can grab everything there. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.